Shut up and sit down. When the Wind Blows, a disruption of the educational status quo, hosted by Aaron Barnes. And now, Aaron Barnes! All right. Thank you so much for that intro, Sean. You're the best. Welcome back to When the Wind Blows. This is a podcast for parents, teachers, leaders, anyone vested in the world of education. And I am your host of the show, Aaron Barnes. So today's topic um, is, it's one that I've wanted to talk about. I did not find a guest for today, uh, not because there isn't one, but honestly, I fell victim to some of the things that I hope that I'm going to be able to help you with and actually refresh for myself. Uh, I didn't give myself enough time in planning for this week. And so here I am, I'm creating a podcast alone or an episode alone for you. So um, I hope you get as much out of it as uh, as I'm going to put into it and honestly get for myself. Uh, I do think that there are much wiser people than myself to talk about productivity, uh, but at least I could give you productivity from um, a gal with ADD uh, or ADHD um, to to help you maybe get through some of the humps that you're facing with productivity. So let's just dive in. And I've got in the show notes my six um most uh, effective habits, I guess. Uh, There are habits everywhere. I mean, there's a book called Habits of Highly Highly Productive People. There are uh, lists everywhere. Basically, I've uh, I've really dived into the world of productivity. And um, essentially, I came out with my most effective techniques, and um, I'm going to share them for you here. So let's uh, let's dive in. The first one is um, planning and setting timelines. I calendar. <laughs> it's it's a verb in our house. I calendar every Sunday evening with my husband. And recently, we've actually started uh, getting our kids into calendaring as well. Um, you know, we can create their work their work week for them. Uh, we can write in their agenda. We can do all those things, but it really um, gives ownership to them if they do it too. So the four of us will sit down on Sunday evenings and uh, get ready to talk about the week. One of my kids uh, has volleyball. Another one has tennis. Uh, my husband and I are both very busy. I am, you know, a director of communications. He's a teacher. Uh, so, Getting our life in order is necessary, so it takes about, I don't know, anywhere between um, 15, 20 minutes to sometimes an hour, depending on just how much is in the week. We've got to make plans. We meal plan at the same time. We kind of put together a chore schedule, a list of who's doing what and when so that we're not surprised by it or finding ourselves like unprepared for a pocket of downtime or uh, a night that we don't have um, a meal planned. Gosh, we are the the kings and queens of eating out. And some of that's because of convenience, because we've got volleyball and tennis and all the things. But a lot of times it's like, and it's so crazy. uh, We both 
work from home, uh, my husband and I. So it's really hard when you get to four o'clock or five o'clock and say, all right, what's the plan for supper? And, and we've literally been in the house where there's frozen chicken and frozen steaks and frozen burger and, you know, all these things that it's like dinner time now. And we didn't even set anything out. We have no excuse. We literally live in the house and work in the house with the crock pot. And still, um, dinner time sneaks up on us every single day. I know that that sounds crazy, but almost every single day. Um, well, really every single day that we're here, uh, unless we've planned for the week. So, uh, we will sit down and set out our plan on Sunday evenings. The other thing we do though, is we set timelines for ourselves. So if we've got a project that's supposed to, you know, um, go cover a couple of days, like, all right, we're going to be done by this, uh, by this Wednesday at 4 PM, you know, everything needs to be completed so that we're ready to present on Thursday or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. So part of planning is setting those timelines, setting those deadlines for ourselves as well. When, uh, work or school hasn't necessarily set them for us. The second thing that I think is, uh, is helps for a highly pro making a highly productive person. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, is ruthlessly cutting away the unimportant. And so, um, by that, I mean, you have the time for whatever you make the time for, uh, say you're like, you know, I want to be, uh, more read. I want to read more books this year. A, more is not measurable. So put a number on it. Uh, I want to read 10 books this year. You know what? There are 12 months in a year. That's nearly a book a month. And then you can take that book and dissect it up by pages uh, for the number of days in a month or, or hours that you have to read the book. Uh, and then and you can kind of dissect it and give yourself um, little goals to work towards. So that's one of the things we do with our novel studies here at the house each month is we take it and we dissect that book into measurable chunks that don't leave us needing to read an entire novel by the end of the month. So to do that though, we cut away other things. Um, this is the first year we've had a television in our home. I mean, not in our home, in our living room, for 10 years, we have not had uh, a TV in the living room because we thought, you know what, we spent so much time in front of that TV that it was taking away from other things. And, and you don't realize it until you're not using it. And initially, when we got rid of it, it was like pretty darn tough. We kind of found ourselves twiddling our thumbs and not really wanting to read, not really wanting to, you know, train for this or that. Um, so it was definitely difficult at first, but then, uh, long story short, oldest kid, uh, got a boyfriend this year. They wanted movie nights. There's a TV in our living room again, so you can uh, do with that what you want. But, um, so we, we cut out the things that are not important. Television was not important to us. And so we were able to claw back several hours each day in television time. Now the TV only comes on um, at, at nighttime, right before bed. It, it's kind of what helps me fall asleep. So um, I my brain does not turn off. It just doesn't until 
I can turn on a movie and it does not matter what time that movie comes on <laughs> or television show comes on. If it's three in the afternoon, I'm going to fall asleep. If it's 10 p.m., I'm falling asleep. And so I've kind of, uh, I've kind of accustomed, uh, become accustomed to falling asleep when the television comes on now. So um, we read, we journal, we do all kinds of things until uh, it's time for that downtime. Um, what else can you cut out? Sheesh. Uh, we cut out, um, other things that were just kind of killing time, like the, the scroll on Facebook. And, and if you don't think that you spend that much time and maybe you're one of those people, like, I know I don't spend that much time. I was one of the people that was like, I don't spend that much time on social media until I really started tracking it through the screen time, um, uh, I don't think it's an app. It's just part of my settings. It'll tell me how much screen time I've, I've used this week, this month, this day. Uh, I really started tracking it. If I'm doing productive things, I don't count it against me. But it'll tell you whether that screen time was being used for music or whether it was being used for social media, things like that. That I do count against me. And so cutting out social media was a huge uh, time saver or giving me more time in my day to do more things productively. Um, and now I'm going to kind of skip my number three <laughs> and go to my number four. And I had a good segue from three to four, but, but here's where I'm going to say removing productivity pit stops is the third one. Um, so plan your time out, plan it to the 15 minute mark. Sometimes, uh, give yourself time. And before I move on to number three, let me also say, I think it was, uh, Adam Grant or Simon Sinek. Can't remember, but it was one of those two. I was listening to one of them and they talked about scheduling time for yourself in with your schedule. Uh, and so say you need to hit the gym three days this week, because it's a goal for you to, to go to the gym three days a week you've got to schedule that time in. And you, if you are scheduling that time in, set it up like you can't be disturbed, like you're in a meeting with you and the CEO of your business, with the principal of your school, with the whoever it is. You, you are not going to be in a meeting with the CEO of the business saying, you know what, CEO, can you, can you hold on real quick? I've got to scroll Facebook for half a second. No. You're not going to be in the meeting with your principal and say, you know what? I got to take this call from a friend of mine. It's super important. No, treat that gym time, that training time, that whatever it is that you've set for yourself time as if it's the same importance as meeting with the CEO, because it is important. You've got it as a goal. It's important. All right. So then moving into number three, remove productivity pit stops. So one of the things I've done, and I'm not as good as some people, um, I've seen where if your Facebook is in grayscale or your Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that you know is sucking your time, um, if it's in grayscale, your brain doesn't want to see it. It's not colorful. It's not aesthetic. I know that that sounds nuts, but uh, that is what my husband did for a long time was he put his Facebook in grayscale so that when he's scrolling, it's not quite as fulfilling. I know that sounds nuts. Um, you can remove those apps altogether. I'm not there, uh, but I have made sure that I do not get any notifications from those apps. I don't want to see the red dot. 
I don't want to see a banner pop up on my screen that somebody has liked a post because then that means I'm going to go click on it and see what is it that this person liked. Um, and so I removed all notifications from those social media apps because I felt like they were a productivity pit stop for me. And so I would find myself clicking to see that notification. And then 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, an hour later, if I'm being super honest with myself, especially with TikTok, um, I, I found, I was like, oh my gosh, I just killed an hour and I had all these things planned for today. So remove the productivity pit stops in your world. And only you know what they are. Be honest with yourself. Um, definitely uh, uh, be honest with yourself. None of this works if you're not being honest with yourself. And if you don't know if you're lying to yourself, go to the settings and check out your screen time and see where you spend a lot of time. That's a great place to start. Um, my number three is tap into inspiration, but I'm putting a caveat here. Watch out for that double-edged sword of productivity pit stopping. So whenever I need to get inspired, I'm going to get on Pinterest. Pinterest is, I love Pinterest. Um, I've got, my gosh, I don't even know how many boards. Um, and some of my boards need to be divided up into other boards, but um, Pinterest is huge for me for inspiration. I get inspiration there from my work life. I do photography on the side. So I'm, I'm always trying to grow in photography recently. I just set up a studio in my home so that I can practice, uh, with things on lighting, uh, timing, posing colors. I am not, um, somebody who's able to put together a very aesthetic look. And so that's one of the things I'm pinning regularly. Ooh, this is for the studio. This is for the studio. Um, homeschooling, uh, and schooling at home. There are pieces of Epic that we do that are definitely schooling at home. And then there are pieces of schooling where I am homeschooling. And so, um, for ideas and inspiration, when it comes to, home schooling, uh, life skills, reading novels, um, ways to show what they know. Um, that's huge. I use Pinterest for that. I also love books and now I do not read as much as I'd like to, but I've, I've typically got, um, two to three books that I'm reading at a time, depending on what I'm in the mood for in the moment. And so I will carry, a novel with me. Uh, a lot of times I'll carry a, a biography with me. Um, and then I've got my, um, my phone on me. That's always got, uh, my audiobooks on there. So I'm a big fan of audible. I've got a couple hundred books in my library on there. Cause we've subscribed, we've been subs subscribed for, I think like uh, 14 years to audible. And so a book a month for 14 years, plus there have been times when we've been out of credits uh, and we've had to purchase books. And so, um, you can imagine it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty high, uh, number of books in there as well. So I have an audible book, a novel and a biography that I'm typically reading at any given time. <clears throat> Journaling. And now this one's huge and I know it sounds silly, but I also keep a journal in my purse so that if I am inspired in the moment, I can write in the moment. But as I'm looking at, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven journals, each of eight to know, because I'm thinking of the one by my nightstand as well. 
Um, each one of my journals is kind of for different purposes. I've got two that I can write anything and everything in and, and do because uh, the one that I keep on me, I, I just write anything and everything in it. Um, but keeping a journal um, so that I'm, I'm constantly coming up with lists like this, um, the my six highly productive uh, uh, habits, um, I'm, I'm constantly writing lists, little quotes that I've heard throughout the week, throughout the day. Um, I'll pause a podcast or a book so that I can write uh, something down. So journaling is something that keeps me super inspired all the time. Uh, another is podcasts. Love them. I've got about 13 that I rotate through. Um, and so a, a minimum of 13 episodes per week, but some of them, I mean, gosh, like uh, James Altucher does a show every single day. Um, Tony Robbins does one, maybe two episodes a month. And so um, some of them I listen to a little more than, than others. Uh, and for what it's worth, I totally... Um, veg out in, in my podcast world. I've got two crime podcasts that I listen to. And so it's not like it's all for productive, inspirational reasons, but I'm able to draw from, uh, and, and glean from almost everything. I can listen to a crime podcast and think, Oh my goodness, that's a piece of education that I can give kids. Or that's actually a lesson where we can create a list, another list of all the ways not to end up in this circumstance. So there you go. And then lastly, uh, and, and you've heard me say it before, uh, I go to TikTok for inspiration. My TikTok is incredibly curated now. I spent a lot of time building TikTok for me. My For You page does have a little bit of fluff to it, but for the most part, I'm running through the list. And, and if you want that list, it's the resources episode that I did like two or three weeks ago um, of all the things that I find inspirational on TikTok. So there you go. Um, those are, you got to tap into inspiration, but watch out for the double edged sword of productivity pit stops if one of your pieces of inspiration is also a pit stop. You've got to set a timer. I'm going to be on here for 15 minutes, you know, whatever it is. And, um, and so I will set a timer, especially if I'm getting into Pinterest, TikTok, or, um, a podcast, I will set a timer, um, so that I don't run over. And most of my episodes on the podcast are about uh, 40 to 50 minutes. And so whenever I'm setting a timer for my audiobook or for um, a podcast, I usually give myself 40 or 50 minutes. But if I'm on Pinterest or TikTok, I give myself 15 minutes. And at the end of that 15 minutes, it's it's a hard stop. You've got a hard stop and move on to the next task. So there you go. Um, lastly, no, no, I've got two more left, two more left. Here we go. Create barriers. Okay. And so by this, I mean, um, just like I was saying earlier, like if you've scheduled gym time, don't let anything interrupt that time. If I'm recording a podcast, every one of my notifications goes into do not disturb mode. So I am here recording. If I'm studying for an episode, I'll set that timer for an hour a couple of days a week, I'll study, research, do whatever I need to do. And then I will, um, you know, move on. But I don't let anybody interrupt me during my research time. And I'll, I'll put it on the schedule. I'm uh, research from one to two. Uh, and it's research typically happens on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for me. 
Um, and so I will schedule it from one to two. And I don't take phone calls during that research time, because that is time that I've scheduled to be able to bring content to you uh, or research content or have a conversation. And I don't need my time divided if I'm going to be producing content. I, I need to be fully aware of what I'm consuming, what I'm writing, and then whatever I deliver. So um, I will create a barrier and I will put everything in do not disturb mode for, for that time frame, uh, so that I am not available to you or anybody else. Um, I create barriers, uh, sometimes whenever I'm doing other things that don't necessarily mean research or anything like that. Uh, if I'm on a task and, um, I get a phone call, a lot of times I will let that phone call go or I'll hit the, I'll call you back later so that I can finish my thoughts. You know, I've got to create especially me. I'm so distractible. I mean, you've heard me chase five squirrels already this episode. Um, but, uh, if I answer that phone call, chances are, I'm not going to be able to go back into the, the task that I was doing before I answered that phone call. You know, Jeremy Kubitschek, um, is, we've had him on the show. I think it was last season that we had him on the show, but he's written a few books and one of his books, um, he is the five gears and he talks about one, two, three, four, five and reverse, um, gears, just like you would drive, you know? So in, in first gear, you're in personal mode. Uh, this is where you're unplugged from all tasks and, and where you're recharging. Okay. Second gear is connect mode. So um, you are either present with your family or your um, friends without work, like no work being done in gear two, but you're with other people. Gear three is social mode. So you can be present in a group of people um, and be able to shift into work really quickly or shift down to connecting really quickly. So mode three is social I find that that's uh, a lot of times whenever I'm uh, doing meetings at work, uh, meeting up for lunch, um, meeting somebody in the hallway, uh, if I'm at 50 pen or uh, anything like that. Um, but it's it's more social, but you can gear up and, and go into task mode, or you can gear down and go into connect mode super quickly in gear three. Gear four is task mode. You're multitasking maybe, but you are working hard in, in all kinds of different ways. Maybe you're on the phone while editing a doc. Maybe you're taking in a podcast while you're um, going through email, stuff like that. But it is task mode. And then gear five is full focus. And the reason I bring these gears up is because whenever I'm creating barriers so that I'm not super accessible, um, is when I'm going into gear five for that. I need to be full on focus mode. And if I answer a text message, if, if I, you know, break my concentration to, um, to help a kiddo out with a math problem, um, I, I'm not going back very easily. And, and I was in a, a workflow, like a peak work state. Um, if I, if I interrupt that, I'm not getting back to that peak mode. So I do try to put barriers up. Uh, I, it sounds silly, but in my house I have office hours and there's really only two hours of every workday that I'm not available to my kids. And it's that one to two research uh, time 
whenever on, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So really three hours a week, not even a day that I'm just not accessible. Um, the last habit of mine that I, that makes me, um, highly, uh, productive is, is optimizing time pockets. And so if I find that I've got like a free 30 minutes, um, and, and please know that doesn't happen very often because I, I really have hyper scheduled my day. But if I find that I've got a free, you know, 20, 30 minutes, shoot, say I was planning on, uh, writing something, uh, writing an email or, or, um, coming up with a timeline for work. Um, but there's no internet. Now I've got a free pocket of undetermined time. That's whenever I'm going to pull out a book, listen to a podcast, journal some more. And so I'm going to take that time for, for more inspiration in the day. So, uh, outside of the maybe 15, 20 minutes I give myself in the morning, um, I will optimize these time pockets as they come up. This is why I mean, again, you run into me anywhere and and I challenge you if you run into me anywhere, ask me what I'm reading right now, ask to see my journal right now, uh, because I've got both of those things on me, a book and a journal at all times, Um, because you never know when you're going to get inspired and and what's going to inspire you, or at least that's that's the way it is for me. And I, I do feel like in the beginning, it was not this way. Whenever I first started becoming this productive person and realizing I needed to rein in my time because I'm a master procrastinator, um, that's when I realized, oh gosh, if I'm um, interrupted by downtime, what am I going to fill it with to stay in peak or stay in productive mode? And those are my things. So Hopefully this episode, this rambling has um, given you an idea, maybe six ideas for how to become more productive. I'd actually really like to hear um, from you on this episode. Uh, So I'm challenging you right now, wherever you listen, leave a comment. Um, I think you can leave a comment on Podbean. I think you can leave a comment on Apple. Um, if, If you can't leave a comment, review the show. Um, and tell me what you do um, that keeps you highly productive. And so I'm challenging you right now, stop after this episode is done, click on the comment or click on the review and leave me something that says um, what you find, either something you found from this episode that you're going to start using or a habit maybe that you have to keep productivity um, in check. And maybe I didn't mention it here. So Leave me a comment, uh, engage with me here, uh, engage with me on the Instagram app. Um, so when, when the wind blows is now on Instagram, leave a comment there and tell me what works for you. What doesn't work for you. Maybe I've got one of these on here and you're like, no, that's, that's not what works for me. I have nothing in my life that I can cut away. Let me know. Shoot tell me all the things you've got in life and, and let me see if I can help in some way. I am all about, uh, engagement. And so anyway that we can engage with each other, let's do it. All right. Well, that is all the time we have today. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode. You guys are always so awesome to keep coming back. Tune in next week where we are rethinking how leadership and education can better prepare the next generation for a rapidly evolving world.